0: Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 191, Youth on the Air Camp, recorded live on Thursday, November 21st, 2019. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Sam Rose, KC2, LRC, and Jocelyn Bro, KD8VRX. We'll take your calls live a little later on in the show. Last week, Becky Schoenfeld, W1BXY, was here to talk about what goes into making QST Magazine and the new On The Air Magazine. If you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube, or you can catch the rebroadcast on WTWW. That's 5085 a.m. Saturday evenings at about 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. So let's get some questions ready to go about Youth on the Air. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call later on in the show. Let me go ahead and give you the phone number so you can have it ready to go. It's 812-638-4261. 812 812- net ham one or you can tweet us her twitter handle is at ham talk live be watching those throughout the evening as well so i'll be back with sam and jocelyn right after this word from tower electronics right here on ham talk live hey honey have you seen the pl259s anywhere
1: no i haven't come on kids let's go there's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower electronics. A, a giant, giant warehouse, warehouse of connectors, connectors and adapters for, for every, every occasion. occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Or Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower, Tower electronics. electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquid sale. Buy nine solder-type PL259s, get the 10th one for just one penny. One penny, penny. They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259. Tower
2: Electronics. Tower
0: Electronics. Tower Electronics. Hi, I'm Scott Cole, KB9AMM, president of Tower Electronics.
1: I like the company so much that I bought it. Tower Electronics. Coming to a hand fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL-259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL-259 connectors? Your host, Neil Rapp, would tell you a chemistry joke, but he probably wouldn't get a reaction. Now, more Ham Talk Live.
0: Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. They're going to be in Ocala, Florida. December 6th and 7th, and then in Plant City, Florida, near Tampa, December 13th and 14th. Or you can visit them online at pl-259.com. Well, tonight my guests are a couple of uh, very familiar voices here on the show. Sam Rose, KC2 LRC, is from Syracuse, New York. Sam was first licensed in June 2003 at the age of 13. He studied electrical engineering at Clarkson University, where he was president of Clarkson's radio club, K2CC, from 2010 to 2012. He uh, started his career doing engineering and data performance analysis work on C speed light-wave radar, Um, a next-generation S-band air traffic surveillance radar, and now he supports phased-array radar systems at Lockheed Martin. Sam is an avid contester, works satellites, public service events, IRLP, restores radios, and enjoys special events like balloon launches, ISS retransmissions, and weird contests. Since he started ham radio at a young age, he's particularly interested in introducing ham radio to youth and young adults, And he attended the Youngsters on the Air Camp in IARU Region 1 in the summer of 2016, held in Austria. Jocelyn Bro KD8VRX and VA2VRX, first became interested in ham radio as a Boy Scout. He became licensed in 2013 and now holds an extra class license. He is a technical analyst and systems administrator with Vertical Solutions in Cincinnati. Um, He was a Scout Leader and now a Merit Badge Counselor for the Radio Merit Badge. He's a mentor with VEX Robotics and a member of the Westchester Amateur Radio Association, the Dayton Amateur Radio Association, the Ohio Valley Experimental Club, and the Greater Cincinnati Builders Group. Jocelyn volunteers at the Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting, where he's the IT Director and organizes and conducts youth events. He is better known as the proud father of Chris, KD8YVJ, the 2015 Hiram Percy Maxim Award winner and member of the 2017 Youth DX Adventure to Costa Rica. If my voice sounds funny, it's because I have to cough, so hang on a second. Okay, we got that out of the way. (laughs) The other member of the group, Sterling Mann and N-Zero SFC, is on assignment tonight. At the Georgia Tech football game, so Sam and Jocelyn, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, greetings
0: from Syracuse. Thanks, Neil, for having us on tonight. Yep yeah, it's it's been uh, a little over a week now uh, since the announcement came out about Youth on the Air camp, and uh, we've we've had a lot of uh, of questions and and uh, comments. And uh, oh, we see. Some people here on the on the chat, so we'll say hello to them. Uh, but uh, Sam, you haven't had a whole lot to say about this because you've been buried in retro game con and and um, all kinds of stuff at work, and and so you haven't had a whole lot to say about this. So first of all, let's let's get. Uh, your focus on what this camp is and, and how you think the, the launch is going, and, and what's your reaction to finally getting this to be a reality?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty pumped, to say the least. Um, it's been quite some time in the making. Um, I think we all got the con plague here. Um, it's been quite yeah, some time in we do. the making. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot we're excited to announce. I mean, this is the first week long camp in the U S or really in IARU region two of this program. Um, so what it is, is it's a week long youth camp where various ham radio activities and workshops are presented for youth involvement and participation. And it's very hands-on. And then it's, it's a, in that week that you've got, yeah there's a lot of other things, you know, you've got uh, some just plain recreational activities. You've got some trips in there, maybe some touristy things and just some time to let kids be kids and get to know each other. And so you walk away from this with not just some interesting ideas of, you know, what can you do in ham radio land that you might not have thought of, um, but also, you walk away with this uh, from this with a whole bunch of buddies you 've made who might not live where you are, uh, they probably don't, but um, you can keep in touch and say, "Hey, well, what do we want to do? We want to go get on the air for this contest or do this and so you 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 get some networking out of it also um, and for the longest time i've thought the u s has had strong programs in terms of exposing uninterested people or interested people or non-hams to ham radio. But once they've kind of gotten them interested and gotten them to be licensed, they haven't really had a whole lot more for them to do. It's like, okay, well, what's the next thing to do? You got your HT now uh, uh, talking on repeaters. Interesting at first, maybe I don't want to do it anymore. What's next? Um, This is kind of a camp that, is going to bring that to a lot of interested youths and it's going to offer that next level up. It's going to offer the, Oh, what else are the activities and what are the things that we can do and who are the people that we can do them with? And so it's really geared more towards people who have maybe some experience to even a lot of experience in ham radio. Um, And so so it's not really something aimed at people who don't have a license. It's aimed at people who do have a license already and want to take it up to the next step. So really proud to see that this is coming to the U S and to region two.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been a while coming and, uh, I, I got in on it uh, a little late, but, uh, was able to, to step in and get it, uh, get it rolling here. So we're, we're excited to, uh, to see how this pilot program goes, this will be the first one, and then, you know, hopefully we can uh, we can get these all over the place uh, in uh, in the Americas, and, and we're really looking forward to, to trying to get people from all over the Americas, um, and that that's something we can talk about uh, later on for sure. Well, Jocelyn, you're over at the. Um, voice of america museum of broadcasting all the time where the camp's going to be held and and we're both members of the club but but i I still haven't been to a club meeting because i live two and a half hours away but uh you know tell us a little bit about the the club and the museum and um you know what are the campers really going to enjoy um with this camp being over in cincinnati
2: all right Neil not a problem. Well uh, as you mentioned yes I am with the uh, VOA Museum of Broadcasting uh Museums open on the weekends, so we always have guests, and we try to show what amateur radio is, and it kind of helps them understand why the VOA was there and kind of how it worked. Uh, So we always like to take visitors to the shack in the beginning, and usually we get more people coming back after to uh, once they understood a little bit of what what, uh, VOA was doing um, to uh, come and see how we're doing and getting a a feeling of what the new technologies are. So... uh, the club is is happy and excited to and the museum as well to get everybody there uh i know sterling and i met way back in 2016 i want to say and we were just talking about oh I dad just come back from austria we met in Huntsville, and we were just chatting about it and now to see it a few years later and it's you know everything's lining up and it's going to be a reality here soon is uh very interesting and very good so uh yeah the uh the campers uh, we'll get to experience the, all kinds of different things. So uh, we will have a special event station, Whiskey Yankee, uh, and that will be in the VOA shack. Currently, there are seven, uh, almost eight operating position. We have one that's basically a workbench, uh, so there's plenty of room for people to fit in. Um, ICOM will be supplying us with some really good radios that we will be able to uh, make sure everybody uh, gets to learn those radios uh, the late, latest and greatest, so that will be awesome. Obviously, the museum is will be open for tours, so they'll get a little bit of a history lesson of uh, what the VOA is and the significance of the uh, of, of the VOA in World War II. Um, so it'll be very good there. And then we've got plenty of yard um, because uh, the VOA uh, site used to be at one square mile. Uh, a lot of that got sold off. Uh, when the VOA was decommissioned back in ninety four um, so there's a shopping center, there's different things, but there's a big park at the back and we're going to be some fox uh orientation uh, back there. I believe it's on Thursday. Um, there's the the front lawn is plenty of room that's usually where we do field day uh, where we have any type of of big events. Um, so uh, besides the radio stuff, uh, they'll have to uh, we will get them to taste some of the local uh, Foods uh skyline chili one of them uh, I will say that uh, not being a native from here, it's an acquired taste. <laughs> But then once you have it, you start craving it. Uh, we also have La Rosa's Pizza, which is, is unique to Cincinnati, and um, Grater's Ice Cream, small batch ice cream, which, Neil, I know you've had the pleasure of having, and, and uh, I know some of the newsline people as well. So uh, it's it should be fun. And then we've got Kings Island down the road uh, where we will be doing the FM contest. So I think it, they're going to have a, a good time, and uh, I, I think everybody's looking forward to it. So I'll turn it back to you, Neil
0: yeah we, we've we've been making graders a ham a Hamvention tradition here lately, but uh, I have to admit though, uh, secretly they're they're not as well known, but but I'm more of a UDF fan than graders. <laughs> now now Julie and I have this argument about you know we both agree on Skyline, but but you know the graders and UDF argument, you know it's 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 different. But but graders we'll, we'll, graders is close by, so we'll do that. That'll be yep, fun. That, yeah, it works out really well. Yeah. Well, you know, you talked a little bit about the uh, um, Fox Oaring event that's, that's going to take place on Thursday, and um, that's going to be a, a big event in itself. Uh, but to both of you, you know, now that you've seen the list of topics and who's going to be doing what and everything on the schedule for sure. What's your, what's your favorite thing? What are you looking forward to seeing the most at the camp?
3: Boy, that's a hard one to say. Um, I mean the, uh, the fox soaring was really fun in Austria. Um, I'm pretty excited to do that one again. And for those of you who don't, don't know the European way of doing a fox hunt, which they call fox soaring, they usually do it on 80 meters with a ferrite bar antenna receiver, and so you get this bidirectional <clears throat> pattern with a loop on one side that you can click a switch on the thing to put in line, and that kind of makes the pattern lopside, uh, lopsided. So you use that to figure out which direction the fox is in. Then you turn the thing on, like, put it parallel in the direction of the fox, and you get a really sharp null on that antenna. So where you don't hear the fox on the thing is where it is. And they're really they're really good. But the other thing they do is they turn it into a race. So they'll have a group of two or three people start at a given time. And they have to go probably about a mile, it was what they did in Europe, um, and find four or five, six or seven or however many of fo- these foxes are hidden out there. And so you're not only competing, you're not only trying to find the foxes, you're trying to get the best time. So that means you've got to be, you've got to be able to run fast and you've also got to be good at RDF. And if you're not good at both, well, you're going to get slowed down. So that was really fun at uh, Austria. Um, I'm not entirely sure what else. I'm just excited to see the event in general start happening in the U.S., um, I think this is the first one where we've got to hit the ground really hard and do really well and the, the, you know everybody's going to see oh wow this event has some potential and young hams are going to get to learn from young hams um, and then I think this is the point where this begins a program where you know you get some people into the event and those people will eventually become, Leaders, organizers, and such, and it grows the program, and then we go from there. So that's what I'm excited to see.
0: Yeah,
2: good all stuff. right. Jocelyn? Well, uh, uh, you know, as Sam said, we've got so many awesome workshops that it's hard to pick uh, a favorite one uh, that I'm looking for. I think they're all going to be awesome. Uh, the one, though, that I am looking forward to is I have a D Star rig. And I've never, I mean, I, I do the, it's just an HD, it's the uh, ID51A+, plus, I believe, but um, But I've never gotten to D Star, and I just don't have the time. And, you know, there's other things are getting in the way, put it that way. Uh, And uh, I'm looking forward to just uh, having the ICOM guys there to kind of walk us through on how this works and kind of get a a lesson that I can, you know, it's not just for the kids. I'll get something out of it, too. So um, that should be good. But as Sam said, yeah, I've never done the, we've done a fox hunt, uh, but it was on two meters, very simple. Uh, The way he was describing it is, it should be really fun, um, and then we've got the FM contest at Kings Island. We've got so many great things; it's it's hard to pick one. Uh, you know, I think that would be a better question after we're done. Which one was your favorite one? <laughs> right now, it's hard. To, right now, it's hard to tell. But yeah, everything sounds awesome.
3: So, well, the ISS contact and the fox ring certainly topped my list at Austria. But I mean, the other things of you know, just the intercultural night was fabulous. Um, granted. The uh, European culture is a bit, how do I say this, boozier than ours is. So that's <laughs> not going to come over the pond quite exactly as it was. But then the just hanging out at the beach with a bunch of guys who are, uh, who are as much of a geek as you are was just a lot of fun. You know, the strength of their event, I thought, was it also mixed in plenty of free time for people to just kick back and chat and not have too much of an agenda and get to know each other.
0: Yeah, all all great stuff and, and stuff that we've uh, planned out for the week. And I don't want to go through the whole list again because we've done it on two or three shows now. Um, but um, you know, you can you can check that out on our website at Yoda Region Two Y O T A Region and the number two dot o r g has some descriptions there of, of what's uh, going to be taking place there. So. Uh, We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little more about Yoda Camp, and we're going to uh, talk a little bit about Yoda Month, which is coming up also. And uh, we'll take your calls and questions right after this word from ICOM, right here on Ham Talk Live. Wish it, wrap it, gift it. Step up your gift-giving game this year and get your favorite ham, the transceiver, at the top of their list. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Make the most of this holiday season with one of these ICOMs today. The IC7610, tis the season to give your favorite ham the SDR they really want. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual Digicel. The IC7300, ham for the holidays! ICOM is changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and an SD card slot. The IC9700, this transceiver is at the top of every ham's wish list for this holiday. Holiday season, keep your competitive contesting edge with faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. ICOM's IC9700 is the pinnacle of perfection. It has a 4.3 inch color touchscreen, dual watch operation, and full duplex operation in satellite mode, a real time high speed spectrum scope and waterfall display, voice recording with an SD card, and support CWAM, Sideband, Ready, D Star, and more. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on these ICOM radios.
1: Join the conversation. Give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. This is your announcer, Andy Morrison, K9AWM. Why else would I be talking like this? You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neo Rap.
0: ICOM enjoys hams being radioactive in addition to the various contests and ham radio activities we support and sponsor. ICOM is a proud supporters of Youngsters on the Air or Yoda. December is both a Region 1 and Region 2 Yoda activation. Work one or all of the Yoda stations in Region 1 and Region 2, and help create excitement in our wonderful hobby. Visit events dot ham dash yoda yota.com ham talk live is on the air every thursday night at 9 p.m eastern time right here at HamTalklive.com and be sure to check us out on facebook twitter and instagram and it's time for your calls now so if you have a question for us give us a call at 812-638-4261 again that's 812 812- or you can tweet us at Live. If you're listening on Spreaker, you can type into the comments there too. That'll come up. Uh, And if you're listening to us on WTWW or the podcast edition, we're not here because it's Thursday night right now as we record this. So um, I'm sorry, but we won't be able to take your calls live, but uh, we'll we'll take some calls and some questions. We do have some uh, coming in, but um, let's talk just a little bit about Yoda month since, uh, we were just talking about, uh, ICOM here, um, helping us, uh, do the Yoda month thing. Um, we don't have the exact details just yet, uh, from region two or Bryant, uh, KG five HVO has been working on this and he's got everything ready to roll. It, we're just waiting on some, uh, some official paperwork is is what we're waiting on, um, but if you go to events.ham-yoda.com, um, you'll see all the details, all the uh, awards that you can get for the um, Region One stations, and then uh, hopefully we'll get the the paperwork worked out, and, and we'll have some Region Two stations on there as well. But uh, basically, it's a it's a bunch of special event calls through the month of December and. And you get on the air and make some contacts. And um, so they'll have, uh, like I said, the award program. So check that out over on the Region 1 Yoda website and uh, and give them a call. And then, uh, like I said, hopefully we can uh, we can get some Region 2 call signs added in there here in the next few days. And we'll announce that a little better later on. Well, uh, let's, let's take a look at, uh, some of the comments here. Uh, Troy w nine KVR says, Hmm, skyline, Hmm, graders. So I, I think Troy's, uh, Troy's ready for that. Uh, let's see on Twitter. Oh, don't forget about big boy. Oh, oh, oh my. Yeah. Big Boy's yep, not on we the got- list yet. Yep, yeah, We got frishes too. Yeah. Uh, Brett WI seven BG says, uh, he's got a question from a young perspective. Ham looking over his shoulder. What's the youth. <laughs> so thanks for listening, Brett. And, uh, he's, uh, saying what well, youth on the air. What's that? Well, there we go. Oh, and, and, and something very important. I, I, haven't given a score update at georgia tech they were up 14 nothing it's now 21 to 3 georgia Tech over nc state so sterling we hope you're enjoying it
3: that means we're not getting sterling tonight is what that means yes, yes. that
0: means sterling is not <laughs> calling in <laughs> well let's see um what else have we got to to talk about um We've got ways to help what we're going to talk about that. I know. Um, and, uh, this wouldn't be possible without, uh, a lot of help. And, uh, we've been able to get some corporate sponsors, uh, to help pay for the camp and provide the equipment for the camp. And, um, you know, we're about three-fourths of the way there. That was kind of our self-imposed goal. And uh, ICOM, like uh, Jocelyn said, is going to provide uh, all the radios for us. Um, Hile Sound's going to provide mics and headsets and headphones and all that kind of thing. r Electronics is just down the road. They're going to provide all the last-minute necessities and you know, connectors and tuners and stuff like that. Um, and then... Our, our financial donors, the Yasmi Foundation, the Worldwide Radio Operators Foundation, um, some of the major hamfests: Orlando, uh, Dayton, Huntsville, um, all of those, Orlando Hamcation, Dayton Hamvention, and Huntsville Hamfest are donating. Uh, the Northern California DX Foundation is a, is a big donor. Um, and then we've got uh, ARL Foundation, uh, the Southwest Ohio DX Association, um, Xtronic, uh, donated all their soldering stations for the camp. And uh, Radio Amateurs of Canada, um, they're going to try to send some campers. And uh, Gary West, K-8-D-E-V, and his wife, DD K-8-D-X-E, um, they uh, are there in Westchester. And, and Gary's been a big help getting... Uh, me connected with um, resources in the community so thanks to all of them and then we've got our our fundraising campaign and thanks to all of you who have already donated to it we'll talk more about that in in a bit um jocelyn you had something else too uh, yeah,
2: I was going to say for the gentleman that was wondering the youth, I, I guess one thing we should specify is the uh, the age ratio or the age uh, gr- uh, range. Sorry. Uh, so we're looking at 15 to 25 as our age range uh, for now. Yeah. Um, so if you're in that age group uh, you're certainly welcome to apply I believe registration will open in February uh, mm-hmm. but if you want more information as Neil mentioned earlier if you go to yodaregion2.org and right off there on the main site uh, on the left side it says youth on the air camp come in, is coming to the USA and uh, there's a couple of links there and you'll find out more information uh, about the camp and the activities and, and really how we're sending this up so uh, just uh, hopefully that answers the uh, the
0: question so back to you neil yeah and and be sure to sign up there's a sign up there it doesn't commit you to the camp it's just a sign up so that we know you're interested and then we can get a hold of you to uh, tell you as as uh, registration opens in february and kind of remind you about that and and some things that are going to be happening between now and then so be sure to sign up uh, there on the website just uh, so we can get your contact information and let you know more about the camp. Sam, over to you.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think the, uh, you know, the age range, uh, I think is an interesting one. I was surprised actually when I went over to Austria in 2016 and they said, Oh, well, you know, this is, uh, this is the age range we're doing, but I mean, it's a good age range in a lot of ways. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, overlap between you know people in high school and such and college and young adults who maybe have just gotten their job in engineering or something or looking for something else to do i mean that's it it, it's a bit broader i think than what would often be considered a youth in this region but i mean it worked well in austria so this is kind of the, the thing we're basing it on
2: yeah, and I was going to say, Sam, also, uh, I'm sure that, uh, you know, we're, we're expecting about, well, right now uh, we're we're limited to 20 campers. Uh, if we can get more funds, then obviously we'll open up to more. But I was going to say, uh, I guess the younger kids are probably going to go towards each other as peers and the yeah. older kids or the young adults are probably going to hang out more together um, because they have more in common just from – you know, life and stuff in general. Um, so I think that's going to be great because they'll be able to meet people that are interested in radio, just like they are and being able to keep in touch. And, you know, like you said, jobs, or it could be very simple things, but I think, I think it will be very good to, uh, to see all that, um, uh dynamics work out and uh you know i think friendships are going to come out of this uh, uh, no matter what i think uh, people are going to have a good time i mean that's why we're going through the effort we want everybody to have a good time and uh, make sure that the, the program is successful
3: Oh no, for sure well i mean the age range is uh they actually commingled a lot more than i had expected when i went to austria so you know they had a bit of a different organization they had uh the teams there were grouped by country. So, you know, you'd have a a radio organization there for a given country. And that radio organization was kind of the gatekeeper of who they sent to the big national camp every summer. Um, So those people, you know, you might have a a group where they were, we, we had groups where they were on all edges of that age range. And we had groups where they were kind of in the center or to one side or the other. And, you know, that stuff kind of broke down while we were there. Um, So that was another thing we were talking about also is that there's, uh, you know, how to uh, figure out who exactly is going to come. I imagine we're going to have more uh, applicants than we have spaces. Now, we hope we'll get enough sponsorship that we'll be able to offer a few more spaces than the the 20 that are planned right now. Um, but you know, there may be, there may be some things that we look at, like we're having recommendations from certain hams and local clubs, uh, as a, as a head up to do that, to make sure that we come up with a good group for our first event, because the chemistry of the group is going to be one of the critical factors, but I think we'll come up with a really great group. Um, and I'm really excited that people are going to be, able to go and sit next to the radio with people like, uh, like, uh, Marty or, uh, or KG five HBO and, uh, get to do things with people who have really, really good radio experience at their own age range. So that'll be a great experience for them.
0: Now, in addition to this, we've got the whole international thing going. So, We've uh, we've done a little bit of promoting down in Central and South America uh, on social media. We did some this summer. We did some more last week as we opened up the camp. But um, you know, one of the things that we're going to be um, working on is, is making sure we get the word down there and, and try to get some uh, people from some other countries besides just the U.S. and Canada.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of how the European one. Well, I, I say European just because that's where it was when I was there. It's really IARU Region 1. Um, so some years they did it up in Europe. One year they did it in South Africa. Um, and then when they were doing it in Europe, they had participants from Africa come up there. And we certainly hope to have some participants from Canada and South America come up. Um, and, you know, that's kind of... That's something that's interesting when you start traveling internationally or go to one of the really big ham fests. I mean, you get a certain amount of it at Hamvention and some of the bigger ones here, but you actually get to meet the DX. So I may be called to uh, a certain group overseas, our favorite U.S. <laughs> East Coast spotting station, because every once in a while I will get a message on Telegram saying, Sam, hey, can you get on the air? Because. Uh, we want some spots from the East coast. And so I say, Oh, okay, well, maybe now's a good time to turn the radio on. Let's see if I can hear some of y'all. So I, <laughs> it's, it's fun to maintain some connections to people who are so far flown and certainly doing that for North and South America would be a great opportunity. If we can make it work. Um, there may, there may be a guest or two from Europe. We don't know yet, but it's, yeah. I mean, some of the, Big people in European Yoda want to see our event so we may wind up with some pretty far flung guests and I hope we do
0: yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing uh, what we can do with that and um, I think that those experiences that you have, you know, you you you're talking to these people all the time on Telegram, you know, because you spent a week with them, you got to know them, and and now you're working with them to to help bring this camp over here, and it's exactly what we hope will will take off from this one.
3: Yeah, and I made such good friends. I try to get out to Friedrichshafen every year to see them there.
0: Yeah, so now I'm going to hear about the camp being. Right before Friedrich <laughs> Yeah,
3: sometimes stuff falls the way it does. Yeah, I might have to. Um, I might have to go see them a different time uh, this year.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was going to say to Sam's point, that's the that's the beauty of having it close to Dayton as well, because the folks that are going to meet here are probably able to also get to Dayton, and that may be their meeting point. Kind of like what Sam is saying there about Friedrich Friedrichshafen.
3: Yeah, that's what happens in Friedrichshafen, and now in Friedrichshafen, they have a big youth camp, which is actually in one of the unused exhibition halls that a lot of the Yoda people stay at, and that's open pretty much to anybody 27 and under, and so the same age ranges tend to congregate there, and a kind of similar effect happens there. There's a bunch of buddies who met up there just doing activities there, and so they've got <clears throat> They've got a ham radio station they set up for that where they let people bring boat anchors that they bought at Friedrichshafen over to try them out right then and stuff like that. And they'll have a they'll usually have a game server set up and some soldering stations and the pilot test equipment and this weird thing that they call a beamer, which is their word for a projector. I laughed the first time I heard that. And so <laughs> I, had a, I had a buddy from uh, Yoda, Japan, came over and uh, he brought his Japanese Nintendo Entertainment system, or they call it a Famicom there, and we were just shining the thing on the wall with the beamer, oops, I mean projector, <laughs> and playing God. Uh, Japanese uh, Mega Man X on the on the wall and it's like you know this is the type of thing that kids do when you're just given the freedom to hang out and so that's we've got plenty of time for that but yeah I mean I think a lot of people are going to get together at Hamvention and you know maybe we'll even start doing something in subsequent years in Hamvention where we have like some kind of dinner where we get everybody together or some or do an Airbnb or something. I mean, there's a lot of ideas that we can do going forward, but the first one is to just get the camp off. Well, and then the rest will fall into place.
0: Troy W nine KVR has a question. I know it's a week long camp, but will there be single day opportunities available? And I'm, I guess, I, I guess since I'm, the guy in You're charge the camp ter- I, I, i'm i'm the guy You're- that has to say no i don't like saying no but yeah uh not really um we're gonna have the uh you know the, the whole week kind of mapped out now i know there are some people who maybe you know have to leave a little early um uh, but uh yeah, we really won't be able to do that, at least this time. But it's something interesting to think about.
3: It's yeah. something that there might be some possibility also of, you know, maybe we, we'll, we'll be as flexible as we can. But maybe if there's people who live nearby who want to just come and visit for a particular time or see a particular opportunity or see a particular activity or something like that. There may be some possibilities to accommodate them. But in general, the event is designed such that you're going to be there for the whole week. And we really want it to be like that because if you're just there for a few hours or whatnot, oh, cool. Well, I saw an activity. If you're there for the week, well, I made buddies. And that's really, really what it's aimed at.
0: Now, I will say this. The Thursday afternoon of the camp. We need visitors. We want visitors because we need fans for this race. <laughs> and so if if you're going to come visit for one day, Thursday afternoon is the day to do that. Go ahead, Jocelyn.
2: No, no, no sorry. Um I, I was going to say, yeah, Sam. I think uh, has, has got a good point. If if people are local, uh, we may be able to work something if they want to stop in for a few hours. But as he said, the the camp is aimed at building friendship relationships and be getting the whole package experience. So um, that
0: that's all I was trying to say, Neil. Sorry. No, no, that's that's fine. So yeah, we are we are going to be looking for. Um some local help with things um, but you know most of it at this point is, is set up tear down and and again we'd really want to get a big crowd if we can on Thursday um, to, to cheer on the uh, the race so um, you know that's that's something we'll be working on and we'll talk about um, but really I want to focus on three ways you can help if you want to help make this, Successful, and you, you want to help us out in, in making this thing a go. I see three things that you can do to help. One, be on the air during that week. We need pileups. If they're going to practice contesting skills and operating skills, we need to have some pileups. And so we need people to be on the air during that week especially the that monday evening when we have some dedicated time for that um we need people on the air and so uh that's one way you can help another way you can help is identify and support oh yep qsl cards yes
3: there will be qsl cards so you're going to want to be on the air and i will make sure they are very good
0: yeah uh we we've got those uh haven't got too far on that yet, but we've got some ideas uh but we will definitely have some some cool q s l cards from that the The second way is to find some youth to attend the camp we We need some recommendations. we need people to know about this camp um, that are between the ages of fifteen and twenty five and have a license. Uh, they do need to be licensed before they come because they're going to have to operate on their own. Uh, so we need to find some youth and and again, uh, getting the word down to central and South America is going to be a little more challenging. We've got some avenues to do that. And like I said, we, we've been doing some social media promotion, um, even the summer, uh, but we, we need to get some youth identified and maybe you can sponsor, uh, local youth to come to the camp help them get to cincinnati that's uh, the one thing that is uh, going to cost the camper other than the hundred dollar registration fee um, is transportation there and back and so maybe you can help them out with that um, and then lastly uh, we we still need donations uh, we have about five thousand uh, dollars left that we need to raise um after all the corporate sponsors uh have have chipped in um and so we have a gofundme page set up um and we also take donations by paypal if you'd rather do it on paypal and then I, i kind of transfer it over so we get the the running total but uh you can donate on paypal you can donate on the gofundme site um we need to finish that off and then um the more we get the more campers we can host. Uh we've got 20 right now. We hope to go up to 30. Um so we got uh, to get up to $11,000 over the um already uh pledged donations. Um so an extra $6,000 means we can get 10 more kids in. So um, Eleven thousand would would put us in the, the ballpark of, of being able to have our maximum, which is thirty. So, um, donate if you can. Uh, ask your club to donate. Um, a- ask others to donate, and uh, you can find that on our website at yota region and the number two dot org. And there's a donate button there. And also, as you're shopping, and and rumor has it there may be some shopping going on about a week from today. Um, If you're on Amazon, if you do smile.amazon.com and and sign up uh, there, anything that you purchased um, over smile.amazon.com, a percentage of that sale is donated by Amazon to the camp. So um, that information is also on the website. So those are some ways that you can help. If you want to see this um, happen, um, that's some ways that you can help. All right. Well, it looks like our time is gone. So let me run around the horn one last time here. Uh, for anything we might have missed or any closing comments. So, um, Sam, why don't you go ahead first?
3: No, I mean, for sure, you know, the more help we can get, the more people we can put up in the camp. do think we're probably, I think we were saying that the upper limit would be around 30 just because of how big the place is. But, you know, if we get a lot of support, we'll try to bring in as many people as we can. And then this, I hope, is just the beginning of a really big Yoda program in North and South America um, you know that everything started small the, uh, the first Yoda camp in uh in Europe uh was pretty humble it was pretty small um, it was the beginning of a big program now that does uh, one huge camp during the summer and several smaller ones during the uh, during the rest of the year so They've got their Nordics on the Air camp in uh, Scandinavia coming up, and they're going to have another big one next summer and probably a, <laughs> a few big ones in between. I mean, the, uh, the the one in southern Germany, which was considered a sub-regional Yoda camp, I think had 60 attendees. So, you know, this is the sort of thing where, you know, maybe some of you listening are interested in uh, – participating in this camp and this program, but maybe some others of you listening are interested in what you can do to expand the program. Once we get our feet in the ground, you know, maybe there's going to be a whole bunch of different smaller camps going on in a few years. You know, that's just something that I want everybody to keep in the back of their heads is that, you know, this is kind of, they'd say, be the change you want to see. And if we can get lots of good, mentors of all ages together to see the program forward then we're going to have a terrific program and i'm pretty confident we're going to be off to a great start so and finally thank you neil for being the prime organizer of this of course because you uh you had to change something in my uh my introduction, you should have said, instead of uh, restoring vintage radios, you meant restoring vintage computers for the Retro Game Con stuff. And yes, <laughs> 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 well, yes, probably I'm probably one of the youngest people now who knows how to take apart a CRT television without killing myself. But, you know, the, the hobby's <laughs> around. And I've really appreciated having you take the reins on things while I've been trying to further some other events I've been involved with. So you're going to be the reason
0: why this is successful. Well, thank you. Jocelyn? Well, I think...
2: I was going to say Sam uh, kind of summed it all up. Um I, you know as you said also donations uh it, it just just the way the, the, the these camp type thing work is uh we need we need funds to make this happen. Uh the more campers the better. I think more kids will have fun. Uh we're looking for a great success at this camp. I was going to say real quick, I got a email here from mr ed kghcx uh up there in michigan and he basically is saying that he's already promoting uh the yoda events to his group and looking forward to yoda december on the air so neil that's all i got thank you again uh for having us on and for uh making this happen for the youth in uh, region two i think it's going to be fantastic so that's all i got
0: all right well i want to thank everybody for listening and um, if if you want to hear more about this, um, we did the announcement on uh, Ham Nation last week, so you can you can catch that. Um, and then uh, we were also last night, or not last night, Tuesday night, uh, we were over on W5KUB.com. So thanks um, to uh, the whole crew over there at W5KUB and, and to Tom and and Katie for um having Jocelyn and I on Tuesday night and and make sure you check out w5kub.com and uh and take a look at uh, some of the things that they're doing. Um so we we want to express our gratitude uh to that and also uh, amateur radio newsline. We've got an article coming out in National Contest Journal. We've got an article coming out in CQ Magazine, I know. Um and and so many different places have have helped us uh, promote this and i know we're we're going to be on linux in the ham shack soon um so there there's all kinds of things we're trying to kind of make each one different so it, you know you can check those out uh the video uh from ham nation we have linked i know over on the web page so um if you want to check that out you can uh, we'll try to get some of the others on there as well but uh yota region and the number two um, dot org is uh, where you'll find all that information and yoda month that announcement is going to take place here within a few days of, of what the call signs are um, and, and just exactly w- what the region two participation is but the region one participation um, is already up on the region one yoda website so check that out at events dot ham dash yota .com and you can you can see that and then we'll be adding in the region 2 stuff as soon as we get all the eyes dotted and T's crossed and all that kind of thing but we've got a schedule already uh, set up and and a lot of young operators some great young operators uh that are going to be working those so uh be listening for the announcement about uh Yoda month over here in um the Americas so Jocelyn, Sam, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for your work on on the committee. Uh, it, it takes uh, the entire group, and I know you get like inundated with emails from me like daily. So, thank you so much for than- uh, for doing that.
3: I think I get more emails than some of the Yoda chat rooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but by all means, I mean, I'm sure we'll be back on here to talk about Yoda month whether it's before it happens or right at the beginning. But that's going to be a fun one and Europe what they do is they have the thing on and they they do it all December. They uh get a couple of big stations to host and they bring youngsters over and they have a competition as to who can I believe this is how it works they have a competition as to which station you know can reel in the most points at the end so it's a they 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 make a competition out of it it's a lot of fun i work a lot of them every year
0: yeah it should be should be a blast and also thanks to icom uh icom is uh sponsoring our website um so when you go there um click on the the icom ad there and and check them out because they've got some great stuff and and we're gonna get to use a lot of it at the camp so we're looking forward to that well we are way over time here so um we better get going um and uh, one final check uh let's see it's still ha oh no the third quarter started it's still 21 to 3 georgia tech so still no word from sterling but uh we'll we'll excuse him for that so um one last note uh, programming note next week is thanksgiving um i'm going to be over in westchester so uh we won't have a show next week but uh the following thursday we'll be back with another show and and it might even be about yoda month uh is, is kind of what i'm thinking so uh, if we can get that scheduled, we'll, we'll talk about that then. Uh, but, uh, as Sam said, uh, if not, then it'll, it'll be soon thereafter. And, uh, we'll, we'll get the word out on that. But, uh, for now, that's a wrap for this edition of ham talk live. Thanks to Sam Rose, KC two LRC, Jocelyn bro, KD eight VRX, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and typing in and, um, on WTWW next week, we'll have an encore performance of a previous episode uh, since next Thursday is Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And uh, we'll see you back here Thursday, December 5th at our usual 9 p.m. Eastern time. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, go to HamTalkLive.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. That helps others find us faster. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, wb 9 VPG. Saying 7-3, 7-5, and may the good DX be yours. Oh, wait, Les is going to say it tonight.
1: This is Les Nessman saying good day, and may the good DX be yours. This has been the early news with Les Nessman. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Oh, but you never- You came right back to my CQ call, the readability
3: five and strength nine. You never once mentioned your weather at all, and I didn't mention mine.
2: We talked and talked for hours and hours, I completely forgot you're a hammer. I don't know your power...